Relationships, life, and love, wholeness, and growth. We are here for all of it, from life stories about our decade of marriage to the crazy things happening in our world. Every episode is about giving you honest truth, raw and vulnerable from our perspective. Just a few 30-somethings giving back. So follow us as we journey through stories, sarcasm, and laughter. This This is is the Fresh Fresh Life Podcast. Podcast. What's up? What's up? Man, Fresh Life Podcast. Um, Listen, we're back. We're really back, y'all. Okay, we're really back. Um, We had a really good discussion. And for those who are, you know, the the listener that loves us, uh, we're back, man. We've had a really busy time, y'all. Can y'all believe something? We had a freaking baby, like another one. We had a baby. Major Joseph Marvell Davis is here in the world. He was born December 2nd. Jazz, you know, had a very, very busy, um, of course, pregnancy season. And with the kids being out of school, uh, of course, during this crazy COVID time, it's just been it's just been weird, man. And so we always talk about we need to talk to the audience. We got to talk to the people, you know, like is when so now we're here like, well, I'm here. Jazz right now um, is a little tied up. She's got the baby, you know, with her, but she will be back. Um, I promise that. But I'm excited, man. Um, Also, just want to let you know that you guys can now tell your friends that you can catch us on iHeartRadio. Whoa, look at that. See what we did there. Gotcha. iHeartRadio, which is really dope. But this is the week of Christmas. So let me talk and give out some game. This is the season of giving. Um, I am all gived out. I have given all my money away uh, to Amazon and all the other, you know, things that take your money in 2020. I am just, I'm done. But nonetheless, guess what I get back? I get smiles. I get plenty of smiles. I get all the love and hugs um, because you know, daddy and, you know, daddy or uncle, or whatever I'm called, husband, you know, bless the people. So that's what I'm, that's what it's about, man. Is And, um, but you know, it's about, you know, the fact, the true fact, you know, that Jesus Christ was born, uh, came to this world, which was the ultimate, ultimate level of giving, right? Um, you know, him coming to the earth and being born was the ultimate form of giving, um, in the ultimate form of love. And so nonetheless, man, I am here to make sure that you don't waste this grace that you've been given. And I want to talk today about the eight ways to unlock your potential. So when we think about potential, you know, we are always, you know, considering what could be the possibility. Um, we're thinking about what also hasn't transpired, you know, what hasn't taken place yet. But do you ever wonder like why you haven't accomplished more with your life? I do. Like to be honest with I do. I think about it. I think about why I haven't, you know, written more books, why I haven't spoken on more stages, why I don't have more, you know, O's in the bank. Um I think about that. Why does my house not have more square footage? I think about those things. And so I'm like you. Do you but do you feel that you have great potential? That may be where we defer. Like I truly feel like I have the potency to explode at any given moment if I put out the right podcast, if I put out the right book, 
um, if I am spiritually in alignment in the Father's will, if I am treating my family right, if I meet the right person, if I work hard enough, uh, I truly feel that I could pop at any time. Do you feel that way? Like, do you feel you have great potential locked up inside of you? Most adults do feel this way, but no one ever truly reaches their potential. But truly, it's discouraging that so many of us have never even scratched the surface, though, of our potential. Right. I mean, it's just discouraging. Like no one ever really reaches the the, the true height of your potential. But what's discouraging is that so many people don't even scratch the surface. It's like holding a gift card. And not knowing how to actually access the gift. And so imagine somebody not knowing how to scratch off the gift that's inside of the scratch off. Like they, they, they're holding the card. It's stuck in their wallet. They've given it to somebody else to unlock for them. These are all things that we do. So I want to know, like, this is a time that you can go into this next year And I don't want you to wait until January 1st because January 1st is a day. It's a it's a it's a holiday. But the truth is, is that today is your January 1st. Tomorrow is your January 1st. Whenever you start is your new year. It's the new year that you've decided. So I want to help you find out how to unlock your potential and what you're capable of accomplishing. Um. And so the number one thing we want to do is we want to be bold. Make sure you're writing down some notes if you need to. You want to be bold. This is the number one tip for unleashing, launching the potential on the world, in your community, in your family. Because your limited achievements are truly, are truly like mine, like mine, are likely due to the fact that you're timid. You're unsure. You're not well planned. You're, you know, you haven't thought it out enough. You're not organized. Because if you were out there doing your best every single day, you would be probably too busy to be listening to this podcast about how to unlock your potential. So one of the things that I know that I have to stop doing early on was to stop caring about other people's opinions and truly get out there and show the world what I got. Like that was number one. Number two, so we've already talked about the fact you have to be bold. Now, you have to have bold goals because it's one thing to want something, but to know how to get there or at least to know where you're going is the other part. Um, You can, you know, say that we're going to take a trip. It's one thing to get your family all loaded up in the car, but it's one thing to tell them, we're going to Miami. It's another thing for you to have planned out how you're going to get to Miami. It's another thing to plan out what is it going to take for you to get there or what you should bring to my, like you have to have these goals and this plan in mind because to live up to our potential, we need goals. Like goals provide us a direction of how we should use our energy and our effort. When goals are right, they're effective And when they're effective, they're motivating. And this is great because if you set, if you're good at setting goals, then you're always motivated. 
So the only problem is, is that sometimes people who have these big audacious goals, they tend to be overwhelmed like myself. Like I can set goals and be like, my goodness, like I got all these things I want to do. I have all these aspirations. Maybe you're like me, man. Like I'm, I legit have like so many things I want to get done and I'm sitting there like, how am I going to get all of this done before the end of my life? And it's like, I don't know if that's what I need to be focused on. Like, is that the goal today? Is that the goal for this week? Like, do I need to accomplish all this within now? Because I often find that when I want to accomplish something before it truly has time to materialize, I get frustrated. My anxiety is going to creep up and I feel like I'm losing time and I'm not well thought out and I'm not planned. Goals shouldn't be that way. It shouldn't be overwhelming, even if it is bold. It should be something that that energizes you, that, you know, that, that drives you to, to get up and do it again the next day. But it shouldn't be overwhelming because then that means that you're probably not charting the goals right. You're probably thinking about your goals as like a rescuer instead of the potential to leave something great behind into the world. Like, I don't know. I don't know if I necessarily am driven as much as I used to, you know, by money as much as I used to. And I can use more money, but I think that what I'm mostly driven by now is what what impact can I make on the world with the gifts I've been given? Like whose life can I change? What kid's life can I change? Can I change a family's life or a community? Can I make enough money to make sure I buy 10 families Christmas next year? Um, you know, can I say the right thing at a school that may um, give a kid a second chance, you know, at graduating. You know, is there something I can do tangibly to make my days count? Can I make sure my children are raised right with all this talking I'm doing to everybody else? Can I make sure my wife feels loved, you know, at all times? Like, those are the things, like, I can focus on. That doesn't overwhelm me. And now, as long as I'm doing that, let me add one more. And let me focus on that today. Let me focus on something for the week. What is my big audacious goal for the year? I want to focus on that. Number three, we want to make sure that we're combining our strengths and our interests. So like, do you really care about maximizing, for instance, your, your chess playing potential if you don't enjoy playing chess? Like, yeah, you'll have the most potential in areas, honestly, where you're showing natural strength and you have a high level of interest. So if you don't have an interest in chess, you're probably not going to grow that fast into it. But if you have an interest in, you know, cooking for other people, then you're probably going to do whatever it takes to become the dope cook that you need to be. Um, it's funny. There's this app, this new app called Clubhouse. And on the app, everyone's, you know, if you're on the app, you can follow me at Chris Marvell. But everyone on the app... First of all, let me explain what Clubhouse is because it's so new. Clubhouse is an app where it's all audio-based. You have a profile, you have a bio, but no one, uh, you're not typing words, you're not showing pictures. This is all information. Like, it's all conversation. 
Um, and so you can choose different rooms you want to go in and drop into for different topics and subject matter. So a lot of the prominent rooms tend to be um, commerce driven, how to make money, you know, capitalistic, you know, type of rooms. They're dope. They're they're bomb. I've gotten some good information out of them. Um, it's driven me to, you know, giving me some energy, you know, that I may have needed um, in the month and a half that I've been on. But to be honest with you, I'm always interested when people are in a room getting ideas for things they're not interested in, but pursuing these ideas because it makes money. Because I don't believe that it has a long sustaining interest. Like there's things you can do. I read somewhere that if you became a housing inspector, you can make $500 per inspection. You got license, might cost you a thousand bucks. You can get, you can become a housing inspectors, you know, certified. When someone buys a house, they need to go through you to make sure the house is up to tip top shape. You pay 500 bucks for it. Whole nickel. The thing is, is that how is that how you want to spend your time? Now, I, I know it probably takes a couple hours to do an inspection. But could you be using that time to be doing something else? Or do you need to balance off that type of flexibility, making that type of money to do your goals? You got you to you gotta balance that out, right? But just never get lost in the pursuit of something that's not in your strengths and interests. Because you'll have money, but you'll have, you have a void. You still won't have the happiness, the peace that you want. Because where there's purpose, there's peace. Whatever I was created to do on this earth... There's peace there, right in the center. Peace, strong, a whiff of it. It's strong, man, uh, uh, for an, an everlasting breeze of contentment. And it's like when you don't have money, you don't have security in a secure housing situation or know where your money's coming from or your next meal, it's hard to receive what I'm saying because, honestly, you got to take care of those basic needs first, those safety needs But to everyone else, choosing to only pursue things for the sake of money leaves you with an empty life. Choosing a relationship because it keeps you paid is an empty life. Choosing to stay at a job solely because it pays you a boatload of money and you hate it, you hate it, you hate yourself, you got to check that. Like what is the point of doing that? You're 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 risking your potential every time you clock in because if you're a six-figure earner, you've already proven to yourself that you have the capability somewhere within you to be productive. You don't need to stay at a job that is siphoning off every bit and whittling you away as you make 5,000 every two weeks. I mean, what is that doing for your peace? Next, it's time to get some expert assistance. So some of the leading experts in the world still have a coach or a mentor. They do. I'm a coach. I've had a mentor. I've had coaches. And the right mentor can help you to reach your potential faster than you could if you did it alone. There's a guy, I'm going to shout him out, David Shands. Shans is a beast. The reason that Shans is a beast, David Shans, you can follow him on Instagram. I'm going to pull his Instagram up real quick. 
just want to make sure that I got the right Instagram. I love David Shans, and we aren't the most familiar. Uh, we have talked on several, several occasions, several, several, like like several twice, um, about different things. I came to his conference in Atlanta, uh, my future home. But his name on Instagram is Sleep is for Suckers. Here's why I like David Shans. Because as a coach, David Shans takes no crap. David Shans sees through your best answer. I was telling somebody this the other day about, you know, I was in uh, David Shans coaching program in a season. I really needed some answers, some direction. And I remember asking, like answering questions, you know, he would ask you stuff like, you know, so what did you do this week? Oh, you know, I, uh, sent out three emails and, um, you know, wrote, I mean, I mean, I made five Instagram posts and, you know, blah, blah, blah. So now to you, you feel like, Hey, that was a great response. I feel good about, you know, my week, my coach must be proud of me. Shans, David Shans would hit you with, okay, that's cool. But why didn't you send an email all five days of the week? So now you feeling all proud and haughty, you're stuck because you don't have an answer. And so now he forces you to think, okay, why didn't I send out an email the other two days? Or why am I, you know, using my time this way? Have you thought about using it that way? And he, he's so good at seeing around the corner on things that you haven't thought about. That's what a good coach does. And I just want to shout him out because I think his service, his skill set is so high level at what he does with entrepreneurs that he is the leading expert in that field to me. And I feel like everyone should sign up and subscribe to him one time if you're serious about taking your entrepreneurship to another level. As a relationship coach, my job was to help people see something about their relationship or the future of their relationship in a way that they can't see. And so I would drive people further than they think they can go. I would help them reach a potential faster than they could if they were doing it alone. So that's how you put progress on the fast track. Get you a coach. All right. Next. Make progress each and every day. Now, a small amount of progress accumulated over time can result in unbelievable results. So if you were to take a step every day throughout your house, one step, fell asleep on the ground, woke up, took another step, eventually you would make it around your house because a small step accumulated over time can result in progress. So imagine what the steps would take if you were truly making progress in your business goals, in your education goals. When I first started back in school four years ago, I wasn't even thinking about going to school. Let's just say, let's just give it two weeks earlier before I started back in school. So it's four years ago. I was working with Apple and working at Apple and this lady, um, I was helping a customer and the lady said, um, you know, Chris, um, you know, what do you do? You know, and I said, you know, I'm just working here right now. 
And she was telling me her story, how she went back to school in her 40s to finish her her bachelor's. I said, wow, 40s, really? She said, yeah, and then I went and finished my master's. So I said, well, that's pretty dope. And that just sparked an idea. So I started doing some research and seeing how far along I was. And I figured out that, heck, I only actually have a year and a half left to finish my bachelor's. All right, so I started enrolling in school and I enrolled in school and next thing you know I got my financial aid registered for two classes I'm in school this is like three four weeks later and a year and a half later guys I had a college degree I was the first male in my family with a college degree because I took a small step that accumulated over time Now, I would say avoid overwhelming yourself by setting some type of realistic schedule because I knew that I wasn't going to be able to just rush through it. It took me a year and a half. I'm in school now finishing my master's, which is going to take me another year and a half. But because the goal is so large, the goal is so grand, the goal is so amazing, I'm willing to be patient with the progress. And so you would be amazed at how much progress you can make in a year. Every day, something's going on, right? You're not in school every day, every waking hour of the day. But every day that passes, you're closer to the goal. So whatever your goal is, if you do nothing tomorrow, you got nowhere. You didn't get closer tomorrow. My pastor, Dr. Ari Vernon, says um, in four years, well, he always used to say this to the congregation. In four years, you can have a college degree if you start today. Because four years is going to go by whether or not you're in school or not. And in four years, you can still be sitting here without a college degree. Because four years is going to go past whether you register or not. And I always thought that was very profound because it's true. No matter what your goal is, weight loss, earning more money, changing your house around, whatever it is, it's not going to do anything until you move, right? So I challenge you, I challenge you to, to do something, take action. My wife says that movement creates clarity. And the minute you start moving around, you start seeing, oh, I moved that couch, but now you know what? I'm thinking about if I move that table, then it might look, or... I registered for school. You know what? I'd always thought that I wanted to do, but you know what? Maybe I should enroll in this in this program because movement creates clarity. Taking action is everything. Number six, you want to make sure you're developing habits that help you accomplish your goals. Now, how do you do that? Well, if you keep with the same theme or progress each and every day, those habits or things you do every day are going to get you places. So an effective set of habits all but guarantees success. So you need to examine these goals and determine that, you know, whatever the habits are that will make success likely, like go for that. The hardest job you have is creating habits. The hardest job you have is creating habits. John Maxwell says that anything worthwhile is uphill. So. The goal is how do I get up the hill? 
is by pushing the boulder, by taking a step, by walking through the rain, through the sun every single day. And eventually, once those habits are in place, once that momentum is in place, there's little to worry about. And so you have to create this effective routine and stick with it. Because without the routine, then there's no regimen. And then it just becomes rigorous to actually get through whatever you're trying to get through because you're hopscotching it, right? Number seven, you have to determine your obstacles. It's, it's, un, it's unkind to yourself to go into something without seeing what's ahead of you, right? Like if, if you went into something thinking that, oh, this is going to be easy, right? It's going to be easy. Then you're going to like put, set yourself up for failure. Right. I mean, you're going to you're going to go into something thinking this is simple, you know, and I'm going to win this blah, blah, blah. But Sun Tzu in the Art of War said, if you know the enemy and you know yourself, you need not fear the result of 100 battles. So going into. This battle, whatever it might be, you have to know there's always going to be something in the way. But you're going to fight these battles to get to the goal. Like it might be a lack of time. It might be a lack of money. It might be a lack of other resources. Maybe you have, you know, a wife like me who just had a baby. And it demands a lot of your time. Maybe you live in the wrong place. Like, you know, you need to move to somewhere more populous or um, more populated. I'm sorry. Or you need to, you know, just exchange, you know, change scenery. Um, but you need to figure it out, right? You have to create a plan for dealing with your obstacles. So the question is, what can you do to overcome them? And if you can't overcome them, what can you do to minimize them? And what do you need? What do you need to stop doing? Like, how can you alter your life to make success more likely? There's a, there's a practice you can put into place called start, stop, continue. The great folks at Quicken Loans um, and other leader, great leadership groups actually practice things like this. So you want to write down, what do I need to start? What do I need to stop? And what do I need to continue? And once you do that for yourself, then you have somewhat of a plan as to what your own obstacles are. And then lastly, lastly, and we talked about this earlier, you have to expect success. Expect success. Expect to win. Because if you expect failure, you're bound to fail. So like, why not give yourself the benefit of the doubt and expect the good stuff? Expect good things. If you have these solid goals, good habits, some discipline, there's no reason to doubt yourself. When you doubt yourself, you're truly throwing your own boulder in the road. Like you're doing that. You're laying that out there into the road. Like doubt can be removed by action. Once you take action, doubt dissipates because the clarity has been given by the fact that you have now started to take action. Right? That's what I would think. I would think that once I start moving, heck, this doesn't seem as hard as I thought. I'm actually rolling. I'm actually doing pretty good. 
like, why did they tell me that I couldn't do this? Because doubt is a pain that's too lonely to know that faith is his twin brother. This is by Khalil Gibran. Doubt is a pain too lonely to know that faith is his twin brother. Once you believe in yourself, once you believe in what you're going for, once you believe in the pathway of what you're chasing, and it's worth it. See, the thing is, going back to the beginning, it's got to be worth it. Because if it's not worth it, then doubt is easy to win. Doubt understands that it got you right where it wants you. You don't believe in this. You're chasing it for the money. You're chasing it for the prestige. You don't believe in this. Just go away, man. Go back to doing what you was doing. You have to do stuff that matters. You have to do stuff that matters. And when you're doing stuff that matters, the next thing you know, you're awake. So I want to read this affirmation to you. And I want you to end, I want you to begin your day with this, end your day with this. I am super healthy. I am super successful. I am super abundant. I am super confident. I am super charismatic. I am super grateful. And I'm super giving. I enjoy spending time with you guys. Remember, making a few decisions, acting boldly, and finding a mentor are just a couple of the things that you can do to unlock your potential. So make today, today, the day that you start living and pursuing the highest of the calling of your life. Merry Christmas to everybody. Happy Hanukkah. Happy Kwanzaa. And whatever else you celebrate that brings you and your family together. My name is Chris Marvell, and this is the Fresh Life Podcast. Smile.